Mary. <laughs> Say that one more time. It's Dr. Fauci's horse dewormer. Is that really what the fuck that is? Why is it got horses on it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> the main the main story behind that is it's called mane and tail. It's a shampoo and conditioner. Uh-huh. It's used for humans and horses. Oh. Oh. So the so the joke is ivermectin is used for humans and horses so is this shampoo and i use that as a general idea of ivermectin paste (laughs) because ivermectin comes in pill inhalable or paste i don't know shit about it but i do know that one thing is for sure we are back Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while. It's been two months, probably. Had to take a break, step away, revitalize, a lot refresh. Of shit, a lot of shit. A lot of shit to catch up on. Whether it's politics, the wrestling, just talking our shit, our daily shit. <laughs> our daily shit as we break bread. <laughs> Went to the store today, couldn't daily find shit, bread. Break bread. Couldn't find bread. The day after Thanksgiving, got no bread. I got had to get this artificial, not artificial, non-artificial, gluten-free bullshit. But what are you gonna do? Hey, gluten-free is a lot better for your stomach, according so, to the vegans. So I hear. So I hear. But I, I'm not dissing vegans. It just makes common sense. Yeah. Well, this is episode. That's why that your Impossible Burger will never taste like the real thing. Yo, don't don't even say that, bro. I went to Burger King with my grandma two weeks ago. Got an Impossible Burger, thinking it was just impossible to finish, thinking it's a huge burger, and I bit into that shit, bro. And I was like, yo. And then I, I looked it up, and I was like, this is actually like a vegan burger. This this actually tastes really I, I, good. I've had the Impossible Burger uh, when it first came out. Yeah. I will be honest; it, the taste it, it it tasted like a real burger, but I can tell me personally, yeah. I can tell the difference. Yeah, definitely. That's why I had to look it up because I was like, this this has to be something different. You could definitely taste the difference when you're used to a Burger King burger, a Whopper. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, Ooh. like Burger King yeah. is Burger King for a reason, bro. They're the king of burgers. They shit on McDonald's burgers. I love McDonald's burgers too, but Burger King burgers, bro, king of burgers. McDonald's has been around for a long time. Burger King's been around since the fifties, or I think, I think the fifties. But the longest burger chain that's been around is White Castle. White Castle's yeah. been around since like nineteen oh seven. That's why Harold and Kumar go there, bro. You know, like. White Castle got us through Munchies. the Great Depression, bro. Five cents a slider. Yeah, I'm saying you can't you can't beat it, bro. I mean, like the uh, I love those sliders too. I could eat a box like twenty of those bitches, bro. Just belly I can bombers. eat a crave case. You know, <laughs> I can eat a crave case of belly bombers. Those are the best fucking things in the world. When you're fucking really fucked up, belly bombers are the best. So I, I picked up this uh, abandoned hard cider. Ironic, because you're thinking we just abandoned you here on the show, but we did not. We were just on... We do not abandon our fans. We were Come just... on. We're not like The Undertaker, who shows up once a year and then disappears. <laughs> Hold on, kid. We, ne- like we never abandoned Lesnar. you. We were just on vacation. <laughs> we were just on vacation yeah, with the vacation. vacation cider style. But this is episode 29. Episode. This is episode 29. Our time is now, and this is Wrestling With Time 10? This has to be 10. I know we fucked up before. I think it's like 11 or 12. I'm no, really no, we, we said that before, dude. This has definitely got to be 10. <laughs> I swear, it's 10. It's got to be. 
Okay. I'm thinking uh, it's whatever 10. you say. <laughs> Episode 28, Wrestling with Time 9 was AE dub. I don't know. Fuck it. If, Where's if, the if good we, weed? If we correct it, <laughs> I'll correct it later on, right here, if if anything. But <laughs> this episode is brought to you in part by Doctor Squatch's Nope. Whoa! This is a hundred percent made with a hundred percent New York apples. The nose is elderflower and berry. Flavor is tropical fruity. Finish is sunny. Profile is fruity. Eight out of eight. Definitely fruity. Dryness is six out of eight. Tart is six out of eight. I'd say that's pretty high up there. It says our classic blend of wild and heirloom apples is brightened up by the passion fruit juice and guava puree. That's what I'm tasting. Guava. We bought the tropics to you with just a big nose of elderflower, jasmine, and berries. This juicy tropical cider evokes the vacation we all wish we were on. <laughs> Abandoned cider. They're from New York. Product of New York. Uh, apple origin origins. Sullivan, Ulster, Duchess, and Columbia counties. Pretty good shit. Local. Oh, wow. You local got a local IPA from Sullivan County. That is so weird. 6.6% apples, guava, and passion fruit. At first, I'm not going to lie. Look, it hit my, lips, hit my lips, and I was like, ooh, tart. But now I just took a second, third sip. And... Look, everybody. Pinkies up. Support your Pinkies local up, brew. Pinkies up, Squidward. Support. <laughs> Support your local brew. There ain't nothing better than your local brew. That's a fact. Fuck the big corporations. Go and get the local brew. Support your economy. Don't support the bigger part of the agenda. Support your economy. I was Buy drinking uh, local brew. I was drinking Budweiser last night. King of beers and aluminum cans is like 12, Corporate! 16 ounces. Bro, bro, it turned me. It's the first time I drank Budweiser in a long time, but that shit turned me into like I an asshole. I don't drink anymore, so it's 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 totally all right. Oh, it turned me into an asshole, bro. I was being an asshole last night. I don't oh, you drink. you saw me. You I'm saw going. me when we were talking. I was drinking that fucking yeah, can, bro. Fucking, <laughs> fucking. So, I mean, today Today's really. sponsored by Dr. Squatch Soap. Click the link down below for our 15% discount. It might be It might be more flavor. through the holidays. It might be more through the holidays. I'm going to have it the could link be. generated. Black so. Friday, you might be able to get 7% off, 10% off Christmas for free sales. shipping. Yeah. But all I know is as of right now, Dr. Squatch has a brand new soap, Peppermint Frosted. Get down there. Get the hair shampoo, body wash, and the actual beard cleanser. You know, you gotta get the scrub. $19.99, and then you get 15% off, free shipping. Use the link down below, DrSquatchSoap.com. It's the way a man is supposed to feel. It's my my Scott Hall impersonation, kid. The link down below! (laughs) But, but um, yeah, man. So what else is new? What else is new as of late? Well, we have done the impossible, and we made a new YouTube channel. It's called Dr. Fauci on YouTube. <laughs> you know he's on YouTube. <laughs> Farmer. He may be on Farmer YouTube, Fauci. Farmer Fauci. YouTube channel. You see, Dr. Fauci is covered on ABC, MSNBC, Fox. Well, maybe not Fox because I'm a liar. <laughs> that would just be common. 
Dance. Yo, uh, last uh, night, last yeah, night, yeah, Doc, yeah. you were telling Sorry, us last Jake. night, Doc, that you, you've been in office for how long? And you, 45 years, you've never seen a patient. That's wonderful, man. What a career. Well, well first of all, let me just introduce myself. My <laughs> name is Dr. Anthony Grim Reaper Sickle Fauci. Now, the reason why I say Grim Reaper Sickle is because if you Google my name in Italian, Fauci ironically comes up as sickle in Italian. Hmm. So does that mean that I'm the bubonic plague doctor or am I the grim reaper because I brought this virus on everyone? Hmm. But enough about me lying about certain things. Let's just get to the bare facts. Dr. Fauci on YouTube. It's my own personal channel. Come check it out. We do about 15 second shorts, and everything so far is about <laughs> horse dewormer. This is a great product to put on your face, your hair, to keep your COVID free. Go to my channel to figure out how to apply horse dewormer. This motherfucker really got horses out. <laughs> Bought that product specifically for the show. Wait. Look, it just makes common sense to do what I do, because remember, I've been in the natural infectious diseases unit of the government since 1975. But in 1986, I said that there would be an AIDS epidemic that would kill almost 22 million people by 1992. It turns out I was so wrong that only 250,000 people died by 1992 of HIV AIDS. Oh. And I even said that probably about 30 million people would die of COVID in 2020. It turns out only about 500,000 to date have oh. only died of COVID-19. But I'm Dr. Anthony Fauci. Don't question me because I am Mr. Overlord, Doctor of Science. Fauci, when can we expect COVID-21? <laughs> well, right now, the Chinese lab is making something very pure that's a little more concentrated COVID, but with carbon irregulates that we're going to put into the new COVID trials. So what I'm technically saying is I am the Grim Reaper and I'm going to kill you all. Sounds like a plan. Remember, people, remember, all these zombie movies start out with a guy like me. It's always the science fiction ones that you say that shit will never happen and that shit always happens. Come check out Dr. Fauci on YouTube. We do Joe Biden. We do Alex Jones. It's just the best of both worlds. What if you get so, Alex? And, come on. What if you got oh, Alex you and know, Fauci you know in a room the together? Alex and Fauci in the same well, room together. Well, Tyler, if we were to have me and Dr. Fauci in the same room, it would not work out because I would be reaching over the fucking table trying to shake the fucking him. <laughs> Yo, that's spot on. That's fucking spot on. <laughs> we got more fucking problems going on with the damn border than we have with this fucking asshole trying to kill everyone. <laughs> he fucking made my blood boil. Spot on. Ah! <laughs> Yo. Oh, man. Yo, you should definitely do a uh, short show. I've been like blessed 
with this raspy voice, let me tell you, because I can do some of the most irresponsible, ultimate, accurate people as an Alex Jones. I have been talking about shit about Bohemian Grove and fucking people sacrificing kids and fucking eulogies and fucking people ripping babies out of vaginas. <sighs> Yo, son, you got to do like... Black KKK members who are the Virginia fucking governor back in 2017 sat there and said he's going to kill fucking babies. Yo, dude, you got to do fucking side-by-side TikTok duets of if if Alex Jones and Fauci met. <laughs> they never have. I know. They never have. But, That's why you got to do it. You got to make it happen. The what ifs. I really don't want to meet that scary motherfucker because, you know, like Rand Paul, if he wants to get at me, then we're going to get like the kids say, sheesh. Sheesh, yo, what is that, bro? All the kids at my job be saying that shit too. I'm like, bro, tapping your veins for ice. Lit. This ain't real. Nah, nah, no. hell nah. I'm lit all day, bro. Lits, you know what it is? Not Liddy, <laughs> not Liddy in the city, but lit. Yo, lit, bro. Long Island iced tea, motherfucker. <laughs> Serve it up. But they be doing like this, like sheesh or some shit. I'm like, bro, ice in your veins ain't cool, bro. That ain't cool. Like they teaching these kids like heroin shit. One of the YouTube channels I watch, it's called Devil Artemis. He's had the penguins of Madagascar come, uh, you know, come in for a couple of episodes. And uh, it's so funny. The latest episode that he did with them in it, you know, the penguins all show up and everything. And he's like, all right, boys, it's time to go to work. And then after that, they're all getting ready. And then after that, he goes, oh, what do the kids say nowadays? It's about to get lit, boys. <laughs> and then after that, after that, the smart one goes, oh, actually, Skipper, the young ones say sheesh now. And he's like, oh, sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> but it's the way you say it, bro. They be like, sheesh. And they're rubbing their veins. Like, what the fuck? It's like YOLO. We invented YOLO. Yeah, well, Drake invented YOLO. YOLO, it's the motto. Yano. No, generation invented that shit because Drake is our generation. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm saying Drake was like the, the trendsetter for that Drake trend, was the fucking know? king in the wheelchair and Degrassi, motherfuckers. That's how old I am. Either Jimmy really... <laughs> what do you say? What did Joe Budden say? Jimmy really misses wheelchair. I don't even remember the lyrics, yo. Joe murdered Drake, though. Honestly... There's no contest, bro. Like I, I respect Drake for not responding because if you respond no, to Joe on. Budden, you Joe Budden know who did, no, is gonna on. pump that ass up. <laughs> he probably you been wanted to. Know you know Joe no, Budden. No, Yo, you know Joe Budden came out as bi, right? Really? Yeah. Wow, that's I, fucking weird. I haven't really followed it too much, but like my favorite rapper of all time <laughs> is bi, and I'm like, ah. Yo, listen to this. What are you gonna do? So uh, I know somebody who ripped Drake harder than Joe Budden. Who? And he and he did a parody of it. He's got a whole YouTube channel. He's now famous. He actually has another alter ego in the actual music world, but on YouTube, he's called uh, you know he's Bart Baker. Mm-hmm. Never heard him. Bart Baker uh, from twenty uh, from two thousand and nine all the way up till about 2018, 2019. He ended up getting an actual record deal in like 2018, and he's now an actual celebrity. He's a, he's an actual rapper now, hmm. but um, he did parodies like Weird Al Yankovic, and he became the new Weird Al Yankovic around like 2012, 2013 is when his shit was really popular. He was the guy who did Condom Style, the fucking Gundam Style parody. I didn't see that. What the Condom Style? No, I never That's saw it. Him. Never saw it. Yeah, look. 
Look him up. Write it down. Look him up. Bart Baker. And you're going to want to watch Condom Style. You're going to want to watch the Happy Parody. You're going to want to watch Drake Started from the Bottom. Drake Started from the Bottom. Started from the Bottom in a wheelchair. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what's that song Drake was rabbit about? And he said, I remember I used to steal my uncle's car or some shit and go shoot uh, flicks for Degrassi or some shit. But can't uh, hate I'm on him, trying, dude. Came a I'm, long I'm, way. I, it, well, hold on. The, the funny part is, is that Bart Baker ripped him apart in it because one verse is when he's in the fucking shoe store and he gets promoted to manager. Little Wayne and Birdman walk in and he's like, um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember the video. It's been a while since I watched it. Uh, Little uh, little Wayne walks in and he goes, "Be like, I you sound so monotone." And Birdman's like, "And those big eyebrows are so marketable." <sighs> we can tell you, been his life has been a struggle. Do you even own a belly? No, I don't. It's bullshit, yo. Yo, Could those eyebrows are marketing. Cool? What do you say? Those eyebrows are marketing. Those big eyebrows are so marketable. <laughs> <laughs> We can tell your life's been a struggle. Yo. Do you even own a belly? No, I don't. It's bullshit, yo. When I sign with y'all, that'd be cool. <laughs> of course you can, big boy. Just meet us in the storage room. Ooh. Took it from the bottom, now I'm signed. Took it from the bottom from my whole team, now I'm signed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and, now, and now you get some syrup to your blood. Yo, son, wildin'. By the way, did I mention I'm the best skater alive? Yo, you sound like Wayne, though. That that sounded like Wayne a little bit right there. <laughs> Back in yeah, the day, man. <laughs> yeah, man, let me tell you something, man, yo. Right now, like, I, I don't even want to even put my shades on. I don't even want to open my eyes because the scissor is just too much. You know, when I was in Rikers, man, you have no idea. I, they had me up the IV in that shit, and they had the wheel was, me was, around. Was he, like, tapping a... I was like, you know, wasn't he tapping a prison guard or some shit? I thought Wayne was tapping a prison guard's ass. Wasn't <laughs> Wait, CEO? According to what I heard, when when, uh, when he was in Rikers doing time, he was hooked up to an IV assist. That's how much he needed it because his body was going through massive withdrawals. What? Yep. I do need it. You said my my boom, bro. I need a new boom, bro. This one's getting worn out. I, I travel with this thing everywhere. It's not even that it's worn out. It's in the fucking way. It's like, you know, we're doing an indie movie and you forgot to edit out the fucking boom out of the shot. No, bro. This is like the radio station, like the breakfast club. This is my microphone. I'm going to drop a hot freestyle for y'all real quick. Like, yo, 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 yo. Look at me. I need a new boom stand for my road. NT1. You know what it is. TJ was my son. Not really. But I could never father another child if I didn't father the first one. Oh, God. I fucked up. New songs on the way. Telling my whole story. She called DJ on the phone Clue is said, gonna give you the glue on hot 97.1. But um, yo, so today we got fucking we I we we, we should have did this a while ago, but I, I procrastinated on my end. We were gonna do it last weekend. We got full gear 2021, which is another hot pay-per-view on the scene. This year, anyway. Oh, man, let me tell you, bro. It was one of, insane. Probably my favorite AEW pay-per-view so far to this year. I'm saying, dude, there's like... Probably my favorite. I, I think so, too, bro. And uh, in, in the beginning of this one, you were predicting... Because it was actually Eddie's anniversary, and you were predicting, like, it was around the same week, I think, as the Montreal Screwjob. Screw 
And then uh, Eddie's Eddie's death, Eddie's death, and the Montreal screw job coincidentally happened in the same week, just different years apart. And then I watched that Bret Hart um, uh, documentary recently about it. And then like uh, not not about that necessarily, but Tommy McGee, the lost like the the Holy Grail of wrestling. And Tommy yeah, McGee, I never what, heard of. What, so it was good. One of the lost keys of professional wrestling. Yeah, that Tommy we McGee never Bret got Hart. to see. Tommy McGee would have been WWF champion. He would have. What do you do? You, do you know any backstory behind it? Like aside from the documentary, the Holy Grail. What is the backside to that story? Is a there lot anything? of it. A, a, a lot. A lot of Tommy McGee's work was dedicated to Bret Hart. Bret Hart put him over big. Oh yeah. Whenever they did matches, he was selling yes, for him he heavy. Bret Hart. Bret Hart was one of his favorite uh, supporters inside the business to push him to the top. Mm -hmm. And at that time, between 86 to 91, Bret Hart was still in the tag team division and he was doing single matches, but he was able to elevate certain superstars along the way. And he had, he had he a lot package. of matches with Tommy McGee. That dude, that dude, he was. that Tommy, dude was doing crazy flips. Tommy and McGee had the charisma, he had the look, he had what Vince McMahon was looking for. Long hair. Was kind of a New, Buff. He was looking for a new Hulk Hogan, but yep. a slimmed down Hulk Hogan. And I think, I think like people that would have stepped into this era. picture probably was we like, we would have had Tommy McGee versus fucking Shawn Michaels in the Iron Man match, and that match would have blew Bret Hart and Shawn away. Kind of reminds me of like a Lex Luger though, except a lot more athletic in the aspect that he can do fucking flips and backhand springs and shit. <laughs> That maybe Lex could have pulled off. Let me tell you something. An, an, another guy who was very fucking, you know, who was going to be pushed to be a champion in WWF was the Patriot. Yeah, I saw him at I, dude. He was actually he at was big time wrestling. Be when I met Nash and uh, like Steiner and shit up he in uh, Elmira. Yeah, he was he there though. I know this. This is going back to 2018 though. He died in 2020, I think. Like, like I just looked it up. He, I think it was no, he just died like a little while was ago. It this I year? think it was like this year. It was. It might have been. It was been. this year. I think it was back in like April and May. But uh, he was actually at the big time wrestling event, and uh, I didn't. I didn't really take into consideration how how impactful that day would have been to me. Like now that he's gone, to seeing the Patriot, because I remember him from like the video games and like back in the day. And the, Patriot, the Patriot used to come out the Kurt Angle steam song yeah. before Kurt Angle was even a thought for WWE. Yes. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was watching something recently, and the Patriot was wrestling. It was one of the pay per views. It might have been. Uh, old Survivor Series or Armageddon or something. It might have. No, I think Survivor I, Series. No, I, no. And it no. came out. What you're thinking and I, I'm of sitting there. The, no. What you're thinking of is the one before Survivor Series. I think you're thinking of uh, In Your House. I, I don't know. It, it was one of them, but I, he comes out and the, the music plays. House. And I'm like, it's Kurt's music. And I'm like, I'm like, this is pre You Suck. You Suck pre. Like, that didn't even exist Kobe. yet. Kobe. Co uh, I, I, what's his face from the UFC? Uh, Kobe, I, I can't, Kobe Covington? Yeah, Kobe Covington. Uh, I think it was like a year ago, came out the Kurt Angle's theme song in the UFC. Really? Yeah. It's an, it's an American theme song for Americans, bro. For an American. Well, it, it, here, 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 here's another little tidbit since we're on Kurt Angle on the subject. Chad Gable. Who's yeah. Shorty G in the WWE right now? Uh -huh. He's still around? They didn't release him yet? No. Back in 2010, he was in TNA Impact. Hmm. Working under Kurt Angle. And guess what? Kurt Angle was training him to go to the Olympics. Really? 
A little bit of tidbit history that not a lot of people know. Shorty G was featured in TNA back in like 2009, and Kurt Angle was training him for the Olympics. Hmm. Crazy. Big fucking deal. Big deal. You see, when they did the Jason Jordan storyline for him being Kurt's long lost son, uh-huh. no, that was supposed to go to sh- that was supposed to go to chat game. Well, I, I think I was also talking to you recently about that. Um... Would have ma- it, it would have made the most sense because a wrestling fan like me would you know would remember. Oh shit, that's right. He trained him to go to the Olympics in 2011. Yeah. Well, did you get a chance Kurt's to do the uh... son? That fucking would make so much sense, did and you... it did make sense. But they said Jason Jordan because they wanted to be woke. Yeah, yeah. Is that, that's when they had him play his son, right? Was that? Is it really his son though? No, he kind of looked like Kurt though a little bit. If you think about it, I was like, this could be Kurt's Jason like Jason Jordan. You know, fit physiologically, I can see it from their standpoint. They're both bald. Their heads look identical. Their faces almost look yeah, the same. Like the, it was the neck yes. for me. It was the neck. I said, you know, yes. this could be his illegitimate it, 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 child no, or whatever it's called. Where Jason, like, no, if you look at Jason Jordan, you look at Kurt Angle. They kind of have the same nose, the same jawline, and the same head features. Mm-hmm. Maybe they got similar genetics but just from Jack like Gable would have made more sense because of the athleticism. Yeah. And plus also they could have wrote that TNA storyline in from when but they made, he was they training. Made, they made with Jason him. Jordan look like a bitch. They did. Like he was he was like a daddy's little boy, baby bitch boy, boy. Jason was Jordan like, wasn't uh, believe it or not, Jason Jordan wasn't gonna be the breakout star. Yeah. It was it, originally it was supposed to be Chad Gable was supposed to be the breakout. Should have been. He should have been. Did you did you get a chance to catch but, that uh that fucking ruthless aggression documentary like series on Peacock TV no, where you could stream on the WWE no, Network I, for I five ninety nine? Me personally, fuck NBC. They don't deserve any of my money. But I do love the fact that. The Ruthless Aggression series, like, spawns off. like that shit, motherfucker. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, a lot of people, like, I think we had this conversation just the night we were talking about this when we, we should have did the pay-per-view, like, live stream that night. But um, I said, like, a lot of people confuse, like, Attitude Era for the Ruthless Aggression Era. And, like, because it's still that early 2000s period. And a lot Ruthless of art. Ruthless Aggression Era was around, like, 2002. Yeah, the Attitude but I'm saying, Era a lot ended of, yeah. A lot of our childhood, though, uh, correlates to the Ruthless Aggression era, more so than the Attitude era, because we were little during that era, super young. So, I mean, like, we really grew up watching wrestling in the Ruthless Aggression era, but some people say, oh, I miss, like, fuck WWF PG, I miss it, like, the way it used to be in the Attitude era. But the Ruthless Aggression era, people skip over that, knowing that's the John Cena, that's the Brock Lesnar, that's the Kurt Angles. Still Austin, still Rock in there, too. But... Yeah, but The Rock was already making movies and Stone Cold a walk out for six months because Vince McMahon wanted to fucking put Brock Lesnar against Stone Cold yep. free and, on TV. Yeah, I get which it. Stone Cold knew. Fuck that. We could have made a million dollars off of that. And uh-huh. you, and, you, and it would have... Back then, even to today... The Brock, it, made, it made me respect Brock, 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 though. On the marquee, million dollar match. I would even pay to see it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if Brock going to squash Stone Cold because you know Stone Cold's going to lead. You know, Brock Lesnar's going to go at least ten minutes with Stone Cold. Yeah, it, it it will be at least a ten minute match. If you put him in their well, prime, Brock though, Lesnar. in their primes, though, like Brock, Brock, you can still technically say he's in his prime now because, like, he I don't Brock think he really had a prime in his back then. You know, 
when Brock Lesnar won the WWE title, he was 23 years old. When he debuted, he was 22. Yeah, he was Sorry. the young. Wasn't he the youngest? Didn't he become the youngest? Uh, Brock Lesnar WWE is champion the official until he Randy the Orton. Official... Or he broke Randy's no, record. No, 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 no. Randy, Randy nope. became youngest world nope. heavyweight. Shut up. Randy Orton won the world heavyweight title at the age of 24. Yeah, but he was the youngest world heavyweight, not WWE. No, the reason why that they did that, no, the reason why that they did that was because they erased Brock Lesnar from the history books at that time. Ah, yeah, because he just up and left, packed his bags and went, right? Because he did this to the middle of the fucking, uh, to Vince McMahon live on TV. Yeah, well, you know what? Vince still loves him to so, this day, so he must have did something and, right. And also, Vince said, guy's got balls. He's got cojones. He's got grapefruits. Remember, <laughs> remember when Brock came back, he was by himself, and then Paul Heyman came back to him, and Paul Heyman said, the youngest WWE champion in history. He was. 23 years old, Brock Lesnar was the youngest WWE champion in history, and still to this day, the youngest WWE champion in history. Yeah. Brock Lesnar's only 43, 44. Yeah, I know. Looks like that guy can go 15 years. He's like Tom Brady. He can uh, go another that, 10, yeah. 15 years. I'm saying, like, when you think about who could do this in wrestling, but also he doesn't take as much wear and tear because he doesn't wrestle as often as the other guys who are on the road all year round. No, but at the same time, he has to, st you know, look at the way Brock Lesnar is. But I'm saying, look at the way how he moves in the ring. When, so when, you, when you know, talk about he, the people, even if he's not, even if he's not performing in front of a live crowd, he's still, he, he's still practicing. He's still yeah. weight training. And I'm he's saying, still, you know, taking bumps in his and own he's doing his farm work, bro. You know? His farm keeps him in shape yeah. doing that farm boy stuff. But but the whole documentary moral of it was is I hated Brock always. You know this. I hated Brock. I talk shit about him on the show. I joke. Haha. I'm just kidding. I love you, Brock, whatever. But it's always been like this love hate relationship. And then when I saw that documentary on Brock Lesnar, I said, this really made me respect the guy hell of a lot more because I'm the same way. Like, I like to live in isolation, solitude, like. You know, like, I like to do my media, entertainment, my music and stuff, but I'm not, like, one of those guys that gets on Facebook, Instagram Live all the time, like, yo, I'm the shit, I'm the best rapper out, I'm this, I'm that. Like, I just let the work speak for itself. And that's what he does. Brock he lets Lesnar the work has speak dual for citizenship. Itself. He lives in Minnesota, and he also has fucking land in fucking uh, Saskatchewan. Where the fuck is that? Or fucking uh, Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan, fucking Canada. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, though, he, he definitely stays in shape. That Brock Lesnar, if anybody's going to go past, go longer Lesnar in this industry than the Nature Boy, bro. If he's, anybody's going to outstand Rick, Brock's going to be there like 80 wrestling, like with gray hair. They're going to be like, the beast! <laughs> he's going to be sitting Brock there like... Lesnar right now looks more intimidating than he's ever had in his life. Yeah, dude, when he came back with that Roman feud, I liked it. I liked it a lot. He's called Mountain Man Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He looks like he could fucking rip you to mm -hmm. shreds. Fuck what he did over the past 13 years. What he looks like now... Yeah, dude looks like he dude, wrestles he... fucking oxes. Like he just grabs them and just he... fucking... Boom! He looks... He goes in the bars and just kicks the shit out of everybody and just walks out and goes, Yo. where's the next bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, honestly, I'm starting I to like shit Brock. I you not. I mean, I mean. Like, he just bar. Really genuinely like him. And he's done. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it took me a while because I just hated how WWE was utilizing him. But now I'm like, you know what? 
hey man, it's just who he is. It's smart the Let way it it's smart the way they do it because he kind of is like the final boss character, you yeah. know. If you you know, like if you're gonna go towards Mortal Kombat, Zephyroth going he, against Cloud. He is, he, final he Fantasy is the VII. Goro. Yeah. He is the Goro of Mortal Kombat. He is the second to final boss. Uh-huh. Well, or unless if he's the champion, then he's Shadow Khan. But other Shao than that, Khan. he's normally Goro he right be, now. He could definitely be a Shao Khan. Oh, well, as, if if he's the champion, yes, he's if they Shao make Khan. Mortal Kombat, if you make a real-life remake again, champion. you should have Brock Lesnar be he's Shao not Khan. He's champion, he's Goro. <laughs> yeah. That's who he is. Honestly, bro, yeah, because if you give him like that hair that he's got now and you throw some CGI on that bitch, you got like Scorpion King when The Rock was the big Scorpion, but you got Brock Lesnar as Goro. Can we get the Scorpion King versus Goro? Brock versus Rock in a movie? Ooh. That'd be shit. That'd be the dope. Brock won, though, right? Doesn't Brock beat Rock? He whooped his ass SummerSlam. Yes, he did. So he's going to whoop Scorpion King's ass because he's going to jump up on that shit with his fucking forearms and rip right the fucking... Stab, stab the fucking... Yeah, he's going to stab the fucking rock with his own tail. Fucking rip off a scorpion legs. But, yo, let's, Bro, let's get into this. SummerSlam's fucking commercial was Brock Lesnar, F5, and a shark. We actually do need to do SummerSlam, and I think we said we were going to do that, so that's coming up on the show as also. We, we get our asses back in gear here. There's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of video editing going on, work and everything, and, and we, we haven't even gotten time and, to even go into that we, we also yet. have, we also have, I think we mentioned it on the last show, on episode uh, 28, that we were uh, starting a watch-along series, which will be coming soon. It's been a little bit delayed. I've been going through a lot of personal shit, but it's coming. It's going to be on the way. It'll be dropped pretty much any day now. But first matchup, we got... Uh, it's uh, Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero and Jamie Hayter versus Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa. I predicted Nyla and Hayter. Um, and I, you you called it, bro. You called it Screwjob. <laughs> you said, like, Vicky, Vicky's there, so they're going to do it. So I said, you called it. After the five-star, the Eddie Guerrero tribute, they still ain't give it to them, bro, so... Beginning of the match, I I, I I said it right away. I was like, yo, there's a screw job in this match. Yeah. And you're like, what? How the fuck can you Cause, tell? Cause Eddie's like, anniversary was right it. there. You're just listening to it. And I was like, well, number one, it's Eddie's anniversary. And number two, it's very weird. Montreal screw job happened the second week of November. Eddie Guerrero died the second week of November. They had, Both dates happened about Correlate. a few days apart on the same week, coincidentally, about 10 years apart. And you also mentioned... Um... You also mentioned it. You said, like, uh, what the fuck did you say here? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It was Eddie's anniversary of the Montreal Screwjob and that they were right there, like, within the same time period. And you said, since uh, Vicky's coming out, you know they're not going to let her get it. So no, they didn't, no, they didn't because it, no, because it's it's paying tribute to Eddie, but at the same time, there was a lot of tributes to Eddie. Statistics. There was a lot of tributes to Eddie tonight. I mean, oh, there night, was a lot of tributes, but. But by the way how normal wrestling standards go, it goes two ways. You play to the crowd, you play to the night, or the crowd's favorite just has to lose because it, it just it, it is what it is. Yeah. So I mean, you know what it was though. I mean That's why every that's why every WWE episode, if you see the fucking hometown hero, the hometown hero always loses. Yeah. 
always, except when they came to Long Island and Zack Ryder won the United States Championship mm. at the Barclay. Baby, yeah, yeah, baby. But, woo, woo, woo. Uh, so I mean, that that was pretty still much one of my like wrestlers today. He's still one of my favorite wrestlers, fucking Matt Cardona. I think that that was actually on the card on the on the buy. Uh, what's the not the buy in? Because that's um different paper. The buy in is the uh, pre show. Yeah, no, it was it wasn't the buy in though, because the buy in is for uh all out. I think I forget what they call the pre show. Maybe it was the buy in, but that was it. But then we have the Hall of Fame of Re- the Hall of Fame voice of wrestling. Jim Ross comes out. You know the Boomer Sooner music is playing. Hey, he's had that fucking theme song since the beginning of time. When Jr. came out of his mom's womb, they were playing the Boomer Sooner music as he was being birthed yeah. into the world. And that man was birthed with a cowboy hat on, ladies and gentlemen, with some barbecue sauce. He makes his own hot sauce. He yes. makes his own barbecue sauce. He's got his own weed farm. Yo, I actually, I love JR's barbecue. You have to have his barbecue sauce, JR's sauce? JR's jerky? Oh, JR's sauce is pretty good. Hey, have you ever had JBL's Mama Jawama hot sauce? Mama Jawama? JBL? MamaJawama.com. Nah, bro, I haven't. We should try to get these, we should try to get these as sponsors, like wrestling sponsors for a wrestling podcast. It only makes sense. JBL had his own hot sauce. I don't know if he still sells it, but he used to have his own hot sauce that he was promoting in like 2009, I, I think like 08, 09, and it was called Mama Jawama, and it was called Mama Jawama's Hot Sauce. Yeah. Well, well, Jr. Yeah. Jr. I think has like a, a whole, a whole fucking line, bro. He like, has like, shitload. a whole shitload. Of it's like different flavors, sauce. different spices, different jerkies, different seasonings. Yep. You know, just he's he's a, big he's a grill fucking man. barbecue. Guy. Yeah, man, big I know. Yeah. We should we should try to link with him. We should try to link that up and get some promo codes for our time or WWT at checkout for your promo code, and you could get. It'd be dope. But um, next up. This is kind of like, what did we start? No, we didn't start losing track here yet. But we got MJF versus Darby Allen for the second match. I predicted Darby. Excuse me. MJF got on TV last night saying that, uh, not, not not last night, last week, and uh, saying that how, how much we hate him and how he deserves it. And, and his promo was pretty good. He said, as much as you want to hate me, you can't say I don't deserve it. And I told you last night when we were talking about it, I said, honestly, he does deserve a shot. I hate that fucking guy. Another fellow Long Islander, though, and I think he does deserve it. He's good on the mic. He's got the charisma. Yeah, he's got the little goons in the back. Long Island, like, <laughs> like, 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 I understand you're trying to give, you know, MJF. I know you're trying to give due to Exit Forty Nine North off the LIE, brother. <laughs> but, but you know, at the same time, you know, Ronkonkoma's fucking where it's at, bro. That's the middle of the island, dude. I'm at the heart. Mid eye, heard. We got the lady of the lake, You're bitch. Right. The way that Justin Roberts should introduce you should be from Exit 49 North. Long Island. Where's he from? Plainview, right? Yep, he's from Plainview, which is Exit 49 North. Plainview. But I mean, you know, Darby Darby always throws on a hell of a performance anyway. South is Farmingdale. What is it? 49 South is Farmingdale? Yeah. 49 North is, far, is Plainview. All right, but um, yeah, no, like I said, I I think he I think he deserve a shot. Um, we're gonna get to it at the end because the second me and you hung up the call, something happened, which we'll we're gonna relay back into that. But um, then we got uh, Lucha Bros versus FTR, bro. I predicted the Luchas, 
lot of back and forth. Three amigos, they did the shimmy. Reversal into the three amigos, shimmy. Five star frog splash. Yo, we start getting the Eddie, Eddie, Eddie chance. I mean, it, it was it was it was great. I, I like that match. But anytime the Lucha Bros perform, it never ceases to amaze me because well, it, it, it kind of also ties into the fact that uh, FTR is the AAA Tag Team World Champions, mm-hmm. which is a lucha wrestling company. But luchas are the AEW Tag Team Champions, so... It just makes common sense. More, yeah, but I mean, like, this is where I came in, and I said I had a new fantasy match, and I said the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks in an Iron Man tag match because we, we got off topic a little bit, but I was saying like the young bucks are brothers. The Lucha bros are brothers. Like there's nobody that knows you better than your brother. My brother's keeper, bro. So if you put two people who've been working in the same exact industry, meticulously studying and strategizing and compiling an an insane move set of combinations and you put them in the ring together, bro, like from the womb to the tomb stone, Pile driver, motherfucker. Rest in peace. Match of, match of history. That's what uh, I'm saying. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm getting breaking news. What getting get? breaking news. Breaking news. GCW, Game Change Wrestling, has just sold out the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. Whoa. When is that? Just sold out. Speaking of, dude, AEW is making their Long Island fucking uh, debut on December, is it 11th or 12th or 13th or something like that? I don't know. All I know is that I wanted to go to, uh, I want to go to fucking, uh, I wanted to go to Survivor Series. Where the fuck is Survivor Survivor Series? Survivor Series. um, Where was it? The Barclays Center. Barclays. I'm saying, dude, if, if you... If you want to set it up, you want to try to see if I could. I might even just rent a car and come down, and then I, whatever. If I could stay somewhere, I'll stay with Omar or whatever. But we should try to do that AEW. We should try to hit that December thirteenth. It's two weeks away. See if there's tickets still available. Where are they going? Are they going uh, to uh, the Coliseum? No, no. It's another sports center on Long Island. The Westbury. Is it? Is it Westbury? It it it, it would have to be the. Uh, Westbury Theater. It would have to be. Uh, all right. Well, because that's 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 the only other place I another, can think of there's that another does theater. concerts. There's another theater though. There's another uh, sports center though. I think on Long Island somewhere that they I think they were doing it at. I can't think of the name right Nass- now. Na- Nassau Coliseum is now the UBS Arena. If I if if we weren't recording right now, I'd look it up, but. We'll figure it out, but December thirteenth. The UBS arenas in Nassau something. County. Oh, maybe There's that is the it. Westbury maybe, Theater. Maybe it is the UBS Theater. You, or the U- UBS Arena. UBS it's, Arena. That's that's fucking Nassau Coliseum. Is it really? Yes, they just rebranded they, it. Oh, they changed it. Damn, I've been gone a while, dog. I've been gone a minute, man. They just changed it this year, dude. I've been gone so it's long. It's been Coliseum. It's still going to be Nassau Coliseum. I don't fucking care yeah. what anybody says. I ain't never going to say, you. yo, you want to go to UBS Arena? Be like, you know where the Nassau Coliseum is, motherfucker? It's been that way for the first 30 years of my life. It's going to be that way for the next 30 years of my life. And it's going to be like that life. until they fucking knock it down and build a new one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um... I mean, this. I, I was thinking, even with this Lucha Bros FTR, I told you, I said, this could go down as match of the night, in my opinion. There was no signs of I got slowing. It. I got it. They had the, the This Is Awesome Mutant chance. It, the Westbury what? 
The Westbury Music Theater. That's the only other place in Long Island that does concerts besides Jones Beach. Yeah, no, no, it's not. I don't think it's at the music theater. I've been there before. I saw uh, Mike Berbiglia there from Comedy Central, and I was in WWE the front row. has done live events out of the Westbury Music I, Theater. I, I've won, I've won free tickets though to Westbury Theater, and fucking, I was uh, front row. Me and uh, my date Erica were front row during Mike Berbiglia, so you know that we were like his roasters, like while he was like roasting the people in the front, we were like right there. Mm-hmm. But it was dope, bro. I was like sitting there, like with my camera phone, just like videotaping this shit i was like i know i'm not supposed to do this shit but this is just too awesome that i got free tickets to a front row show like he's great he's just sipping his coffee having a good time but but yeah um game game changer wrestling just sold out the hammerstein ballroom something that wwe hasn't done in a long fucking time but i'm thinking i'll look it up and i'll see if we could arrange it within the next two weeks or aew for that matter but uh we'll see aew hasn't really been in new york that often yet Wait till it has look, their breakthrough. Look, Nick Gage is the greatest fucking thing in Game Changer Wrestling right now. I want to I wanna go to the wrestling one. I, I want go to Nick AEW Gage in Long to Island. come back to AEW, and I want to see Deathmatch Wrestling on AEW. The reason why I want to do it, bro, is just to say in 20 years when AEW blows up, like it's like the first WrestleMania and say, I was there. <laughs> well, I got to see WWE... I got to see fucking Monday Night Raw, I think like twice or three times. I, I went to Raw and SmackDown a couple times too. My uncle used to take me to Nassau Coliseum, bro. I've told you. I went I'm pretty to, sure I told you okay. stories on the on the show. Like Eddie was up on the ropes. He was just hanging out on the ropes. You know how he used to just chill up on the top rope? I went having a to siesta? the Monday Night Raw. <laughs> I, went, I went to the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania at the MetLife Stadium at the Barclays Center. Um, that was the night that... Uh, Undertaker came out and choke slam Elias. That was the WrestleMania where John Cena came out as Gangster Cena and beat up Elias. Ooh, gangster that was also Cena. the same. That was also the same WrestleMania that Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins won their final tag team titles. They won it at WrestleMania. Kurt Hawkins, whatever happened to that guy? He's in uh, TNA. Is he for Impact? Yes. Hold up, let's just let's just wrap this up though. Um, so there was an air factor finish, a double finisher. I don't even know two count, switcheroo, Eddie foot on the ropes. You know, it was it was dope. There was uh, a spiked wheeler for three, spiked wheeler for three. I don't know what they meant by that. Lucha Bros win. I mean, every Lucha Bros match, like I said, is insane in my match. I remember I told you when I wrote this down, I was like. I'll remember all these notes tomorrow. I'll remember them tomorrow. We didn't do it tomorrow. We did it a week later. It's two weeks later now, so I don't remember. <laughs> Thank God you still wrote everything down. Uh, but uh, next up, we got Miro versus Brian Danielson. DB. I mean, this was my, my prediction match was of DB. the night. This was your match of the night. Because I, because I, ideally, I wanted to see if they were going to do what they did with him and Rusev in WWE. So you're right. They fucking they changed my mind on that. This is so. This is where we get off track. This is where this chaos begins. Where my notes are going to really fuck us up. Now we're about to go free hand. We're about to run through this now because I know we're not even really reviewing Full Gear at this point because we got so off topic. But so you hit me with the. Hey, you know that Hemsworth is coming out with a Hulk Hogan biopic, right? I was like, yeah. And then we're talking like, okay, well, who's going to be who? 
So we started with, you said, who could play Macho Man in a biopic? I'm still fucking drawn on that because there ain't nobody who can do it. We're figuring it out. So we have, we, we said Leonardo DiCaprio for Flair. Yes. Off the jump, off rip. Leo just, woo! His energy, Wolf of Wall Street energy, just going crazy, fucking bitches. Oh, exactly. Styling, profiling, limousines, like, get the fuck off my yacht. Get the fuck out of my limo. (laughs) As much as I hate Leo, these are fun coupons. As much as I hate him, he would play a great Ric Flair. Oh, man, you hate Leo? I love Leo, bro. I I hate Leo, but I'll be honest, he would play a great Ric Flair. One of my favorite Hollywood actors. I would definitely watch. But, um... So, anyway, I was predicting for this match, Brian Danielson. The winner was Daniel Bryan. I put DB, but BD, Brian Danielson. But uh, anyway, you're next up. You said Jamie Foxx for Booker T. Yes. Jamie Foxx. 100% Jamie Foxx for Booker T. It makes the most common sense. Sucker. Jamie Foxx is a good fucking actor. He could play Booker T very well. 100%. You're next up. Hold up. <laughs> Woo! Uh, if the fans ever get a chance, I hate Jimmy Fallon, but Jamie Foxx was on Jimmy Fallon a couple of years ago. They did like wheels of impressions and, you know, musical impressions. You'd be surprised how good Jamie Foxx really is. Yo. No, no. He what do you mean, be surprised? phenomenally funny. What are you talking he about, be surprised, bro? Phenomenally- Funny. He is insane, Jamie Foxx, bro. Played Bondini in the Ali movie with Will Smith. He was on Broadway. Played Ray. I had no idea. I, I mean, dude, I had no idea he played in Broadway fucking theater. Bro, I Jamie, had no idea he did that. Bro, he played Ray. Like, Jamie Foxx is outstanding actor. Like, incredible. I, I, Jamie Foxx, you know, like, I'm going off topic just for one second. Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield confirmed for the new Spider-Man fucking movie. Yeah, but it wasn't Toby and weren't they bringing the whole Spider-Verse back and bringing Toby back initially anyway? Well, I, I well, uh, this is going off topic. I think I discussed it. Well, you know, when we were watching the pay-per-view, uh, I was on Reddit and I saw a fucking post that had over 5 million fucking people on it. Move. Toby Maguire, Spider-Man 4, Sam Raimi comeback. Ah, and the original plans that what I saw on the Reddit channel was, you remember Bruce Campbell, right? Ash from Evil Dead. Mm, not really. The guy, really the guy know. with the chainsaw from you know the guy with a chainsaw for a hand in fucking Evil Dead. Vaguely, I mean, it was like that's okay. like one of those movies I watched Bruce like once Campbell or twice, maybe. Is the guy- Bruce Campbell is the guy who announces Spider-Man. I know, I know, Sa- I know Sam Raimi. I know that's the guy that played Doc Ock. No, no, listen. Bruce Campbell is the guy who, in the first Spider-Man movie, when they're at the wrestling event where Tobey Maguire faces Macho, Macho Man. Randy Campbell is the guy who goes the Amazing Spider-Man. Okay, the announcer, dude. And then in the second movie, Bruce Campbell is the fucking guy as the fucking uh, theater usher when fucking Peter's... No, uh, hold on, no. Do I have that right? Wait, 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 wait. Do I have the, yes. He's the theater usher in the second movie where Peter Parker's late to MJ's fucking play. And he's the theater usher. And he sits there and he goes, shh. 
no one will enter the theater while the play is in progress. And shh, please stay quiet in the hallway. It helps maintain the illusion. <laughs> Third movie, he plays the French waiter who brings the ring to MJ when she walks away oh. from when Peter's about to propose to her. He's the I, I, French think, I waiter. think I've only seen like the third movie like once or twice. He's the French waiter. So originally Sam Raimi was going to do Spider-Man 4 and Bruce Campbell was going to come out as Mysterio. Mm, because okay. Bruce Campbell knew who Spider-Man really was from the first movie. That's why that you saw Bruce Campbell in all three movies. Because that was what it was going to lead up to was that he's Mysterio. Yeah. And it was going to be a big fucking movie to where that, I, you know, it was going to follow Far From Home to where Mysterio releases Peter Parker's identity. Oh. That's exactly what it was going to lead to because Bruce Campbell followed him in every single movie and he was there every single time. He knew who Spider-Man was. The Spider-Verse unfolds with eight different dimensions for so, eight legs, motherfucker. So, so the Reddit says... Sam Raimi comeback in Spider-Man, Spider-Man 4, Mysterio reveals. That was going to be the title of the movie. Okay. And it was going to have Tobey Maguire come back, and, it, and Sony owns Spider-Man. Disney doesn't. Mm. And Sony will never, ever sell Spider-Man. Yeah, I don't think so either. They will not. No. And according to the Reddit... Sam Raimi is thinking of doing it because Sam Raimi has been doing, you know, the Avengers and all that, and you know, all those other movies. So it just, it, it just makes sense to have him uh, come back to Spider-Man four and uh, have him and Tobey Maguire go off on a highlight. Yeah, it does. Sam, Sam Raimi's Doc Ock, right? That guy that played Doc Sam Raimi is no Sam Raimi is Doc Ock. Sam yeah. Raimi is the Green Goblin. Sam Raimi is. Well, he's, he's, not Green Goblin. he's not Green Goblin. Yes, he is. Sam Raimi was the what about director. Defoe? Of... Sam Raimi is the director of all three movies. He's he's the guy who put those characters in the movies. I thought Sam Raimi you was see, also the guy that played Doc Ock, though. I thought that was the no, actor's name. Sam Raimi is the director. Alfred Molina plays Doc ah, Ock. Ah, okay. All right. Molina is the guy. Alfred Molina. I've read articles like Sam Raimi makes a return with Doc Ock or something and shit like that, and I'm thinking that's who plays Doc Ock. No, Doc. I never Ock read is articles. Molina. I just read headlines sometimes. Alfred Molina is the guy who's in the first Indiana Jones movie in the cave scene where he fucking tells Indy to throw it over the hole before the fucking thing comes before the boulder comes flying down. Yeah, I mean, I never and watched he's running Indy. out of the cave. Never watch Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones and um. Oh shit! What was it? It was Indiana Jones and um, Kingdom. No, uh, hold on. Last Crusade, Temple of Doom, and Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was the first movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark. The beginning scene is Alfred Molina, Harrison Ford walking into the cave. The scene where he's gonna take the fucking golden idol and switch it with something else. Mm -hmm. After he switches it, the fucking thing goes down. And then after that, the floor fucking falls apart like this. And then the guy on the other side, here's Indy. Here's the other guy. He throws him the artifact. That's Alfred Molina. Ah. That's Doc Ock. Okay. 
I just had the actors' names mixed up. Like I said, I was reading headlines instead of uh, Sam Raimi is the, the director. Instead of the whole article. Sam Raimi was the one who uh, when really, Sony came. I never followed it when, too much. Like 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 when Sony came out shit. and asked Sam Raimi to do Spider-Man One, he was the re- uh, he was the reason behind Green Goblin. That was his choice to put Green Goblin in the first movie. Uh-huh. It was his Smart choice move. to put. He was his choice to put Doc Ock in the second movie. That was also a smart move. By uh, a fucking video came out about two years ago with Sam Raimi talking about exactly why that you know Spider Man Three was so horrible. Originally, I didn't think it was Sony horrible. Said, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was horrible either. But Sam Raimi said it was it. one of his worst movies that he ever did. I just liked having Venom this. in it because being a child growing up with Spider Man, Venom was no, one of the on. biggest. This is what he said, and this is word for word. I hate Spider-Man 3. Well, why do you hate that movie? He's like, because originally I was given the same freedom as 1 and 2 to pick my own villain and do what I wanted. We were going to have the Sandman. I was going to end Harry's plot the same way how it ended in the movie anyway. He, you know, he was going to help Peter beat the Sandman and the whole nine yards, but he was going to die in that anyway. But... It was Sony's idea to put Venom in there. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know a lot about Venom because Venom came out in the 80s and 90s. I grew up with the 60s, 70s, and the early 80s, not mm-hmm. the late 80s. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Venom was so crucial for to us him, 90s. It was a little, so, so for him, he didn't know too much about Venom. Mm-hmm. He had a couple of crew members who knew a lot about him. But he didn't want to get that far into that character because he didn't know too much. That's why the character was, you know, was introduced so late in the movie. Uh-huh. Because halfway, because halfway through production, Sony was like, "We need another villain in here." Yo, it's just weird. On the bottom of my screen, it just said Tree J. Roden joined. Like, was he not here the whole fucking time? I know it's fucking weird. But um, the that's exactly what. Maybe happened. it's a Tree J. So, from Earth Eight in the metaverse. So that's what happened. Okay, that makes sense. In that movie, originally it was just supposed to be the Sandman. But the ending I, of the movie, I, I, I Harry, enjoyed it. Harry comes, helps Peter defeat the Sandman, but the Sandman ends up killing Pete. You know, ends up killing Harry, and then the ending. We still get the ending because Sandman really can't die. Yeah. So we still get the same ending to where I mean, Peter says, you know, I forgive you and everything because he explains, he's like, I didn't mean to kill your uncle. And, yeah. you know, my friend came up behind me and my hand was on the, you know, my hand was, you know, my hand was on the gun and it just went off. He scared me when he came up behind me and then boom, that's what happened. He's like, I didn't mean to kill your uncle. And he's like, I forgive you. And then yeah. he fucking disappears. Yeah, no, I, I know. But I, I it was it. Sony's idea to put Venom in the movie and it fucked up the whole thing because we weren't going to have all that mm. MJ love scene shit and everything. But if you go back and watch the movies, they all hold up. And going back to it, Bruce Campbell was in all three movies. He was going to be Mysterio in the fourth. Mm. And according to that Reddit, they're still going to do it and they're trying to see if Toby will do it because Toby, apparently this... If this movie goes the way it's, uh, if the movie goes the way it is, they're gonna have Tobey Maguire come back to do one more Spider-Man movie and close out a certain part of a childhood. Mm. They will. They have to because Sony. They have to. Sony's good. Sony is good like that. Like I was in third grade. Legends. I was in third grade. My friend, my best friend Nico, and me plotted to have our parents take us out of school that day so we could go see the matinee of Spider-Man when the first one came out. In like 99, 2000, whatever it was. 
I had to wait until it came out on VHS. Oh no, nah, bro! Our parents picked us up like like we were going to doctor appointments. You know how that shit works. And we went to the fucking movies, yeah. had a blast. I remember the day. I remember getting out, seeing the fucking movie, getting back in the car at the end of the day. Like, yeah, we just skipped school to go see Spider Man. Like it was the fucking one of the best days of my life. Like I feel like. If I can remember it I so vividly. See, I had to wait to see that movie on VHS. I was so fucking pissed off. But when I saw that movie, let me tell you, if you go back and watch the first movie, it holds up. Yeah. Oh, it does. I don't, to this day, I, it's the, I, don't I can do I can do the first movie. All those CGI and everything. Me I can I do the first movie. CGI, it holds up. Dude, the I can do the first movie, movie like word for word. Second one, not so much. Third one, not so much. Like I've seen the third movie, one maybe two or three times. The second movie is so much better. I didn't think three was bad, but I didn't see it enough. So maybe if I watch three it again, I'll say hold, yeah. Believe it or not, three holds up. Yeah. Three definitely fucking holds up. I have I have rewatched three a few sec, times bro. this year. We're coming up, we're coming up on an hour. I wanna just just to be on the safe side here. I rewatched three like a few times this year. It fucking holds up pretty good. You you rewatched three a couple times this year. It holds up pretty good. Yeah, it holds up yeah. very well. I uh, so. it, the Venom story doesn't, but it, I, to be honest, the whole the I whole like I like Venom it, with yes. Tom Hardy too, though. I like it. You know, I mean, Tom hey, Hardy as Venom. Let uh, let me say this: Carnage, the Venom bro. that we grew up with. The guy who did the voice acting for Venom back then is the guy who's doing it now. Yeah, that's dope. That's why that's why today's Venom sounds identical to how we were kids. That's what I'm saying. It's like Venom, Ven Venom was always one of my favorites, though. Like I remember like playing like the fucking Spider-Man. Tom Hardy's Venom is awesome. I remember playing like the Spider-Man for PlayStation. I think it was on my, at my uncle's house and like climbing, like on. scaling oh, the wall, on. and you get hold to the on. roof, and hold Venom's on. up there and shit. Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! You have the fucking game, you cocksucker. Holy <laughs> and shit. I just beat it recently, Jesus too. Jesus Christ, bro. Yeah, you're fighting the bitches with the long hair. They're trying to whip you in the street, right? They're like with their hair yep, or something. Yep, yeah. Oh, man, bro. It's been fucking 20 years since I played that shit. I got Spider-Man. I, I, I got it. I got it. Super just Nintendo. Beat the game about like a month ago. I just beat the I, game. I have X-Men, I think. X-Men something for Super Nintendo. And you could choose Spider-Man, even though he's not an X-Men. You could choose Spider-Man, Wolverine, Cyclops, Storm, I think. And one more, maybe. And it's like you jump through the levels. And I had Spider-Man, the movie for uh for Nintendo DS, when they had the first touchscreen shit with the stylus. That game was fire, too. I had Spider-Man, the movie for PS2 when it came out. That game was pretty good. The graphics were great. I even had it on GameCube. What? The fucking graphics were great. I actually wanted to get back to your fav my favorite of your favorite prediction. Paul Giamatti for Paul Heyman. Paul and Paul. Yeah. Paul Giamatti looks like Paul Heyman. He's the same height. He's got the fucking he voice. About 30 pounds. He's got the voice. Dude, Paul, Paul Giamatti would out. be the perfect Paul Heyman. My client, Brock Lesnar. Come on. Come on, Paul. Yeah, and, and people, if you don't know who Paul Giamatti is, if you're around our age, Big Fat Liar. He was the bad guy in Big Fat Liar. New guy. Yep. Yep. He was Marty Wolf. Yes. He 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 is a great ass actor though. I'll tell you, Paul Giamatti. One he of those is guys, awesome. So. He is but a great I, actor. I, I even put a hundred percent right there, bro, because I was like, yo, hundred percent spot on. When you said that, you said Paul for Paul. I said, huh? You said 
Paul Giamatti as Paul Heyman. I said, bingo, Hollywood money right there. Hollywood gold. One of the greatest wrestling promoters, visionaries, writers, fucking of all time, Paul Heyman. Disagree? And you Get smacked the shit Giamatti, out of you with a Brock Lesnar right slap. And, and then plus also you got Paul Giamatti right now who's on a fucking total career rebound. Yeah. He's in almost all those fucking dramatic shows, you know, like all the new Sopranos are going to be coming out, all the shit that's on HBO. He has a big career resurgence. We were talking, big, and he's so, in his fifties. When we got to Macho Man, though, we were still getting back to that Macho, Macho Man shit. I'm going to be honest. I thought I found somebody the other day. I, no, I there to me. There is nobody I who said, can duplicate Macho Man. I said Chris Benoit, rest in peace. Given the circumstances, I crossed it out. I must have been drunk. I said it could have been, could have been though. Then I think we, we said we were really high, and you were really drunk. Yeah, I think I think <laughs> we were gonna go to Keanu Reeves because we said raspy, like raspy Keanu could do it. Maybe like. Oh yeah, no, let me tell you a Keanu, little bit. No, Keanu Reeves is up. Randy Orton. Yeah, we switched it up. I'm I'm going through exactly the exact list as we were going. I said, "Hold up, cross this guy out. We're going to the next one. We're going to the next one. We're yeah, going yeah, to the next yeah. one." Then we said Jason Momoa question mark because I said, "Okay, he's big, burly. He can do the maybe. Oh yeah, who knows? Like if he could get the voice right, that's the key." Then we went down to Joaquin Phoenix as Kane. I don't know what the fuck we were thinking. We on were that thinking one. Joaquin Phoenix for Kane. You said tall and skinny, but I was like not big enough. Then I said I crossed out Jason Momoa and I said Jason Momoa for Kane because he's tall, hair's long as fuck. Then I crossed it out for Kane and I said Jason Momoa as Taker. That could be dope. He's already you know big. He's a giant motherfucker. There's not a lot of put tall the, put, guys anymore, so it, it, it but, uh, just sucks, But Jason you know? Momoa is tall as fuck. That motherfucker is fucking Aquaman. I, I mean, he could play Taker. And then for Macho, we had... I don't know if this was you or me. We said Jake Gyllenhaal, if he was jacked, throw some glasses on him. Because he was young Hercules, you said. Yes, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, he was you young said, Hercules. You said young Hercules. You're like, if he was Jack, he was young he Hercules. Could do it. He was. <laughs> Hold on, pause it. Pause Yo, it. We're good. Pause it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. Just keep rolling. I'll cut it out. Yes, sir. Sorry. No, Sorry, that was my mistake. That's fine. Don't worry about it. We uh, just, I kept it running okay. so I could just chop it later. Okay. Uh, so uh, where were we? You said um, young Hercules because he was young Hercules. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal was young Hercules when we were growing up. That's so fucking weird. And then we put, um, then we went from that because uh, we said Hugh Jackman because he played Wolverine as maybe Triple H. Was that what we were saying? Oh, Hugh Jackman is Triple H. It, that is Time 100% key. Time to play. It's just a matter of if he could get jacked to that 
game level. Like shove a couple roids, shove a couple roids in Wolvie's ass, bro, and he's back. Dude, did you just see the new X-Men trailer? He's no. coming back as fucking Wolverine. I thought they were trying to kill him off. No, no. The latest X-Men trailer that just came out, the ending of it, Hugh Jackman's back. It's my favorite character of all time, probably, Wolverine. Then we then we threw in the hat. Bradley Cooper as Macho. I don't know who it was that hey. said it. At the same time, it, it, it doesn't. I, I said it doesn't make sense because he's not that built. Bradley Cooper, you think you can play the macho man, do you? You cream of the crop, but I don't know. You might float to the bottom like Jason Voorhees. <laughs> um, yo, we got uh, okay, so I definitely did this. I said, Who we got Jason Statham as? Stay, how do you say his name? Statham, Statham, Jason. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. I said Perry Saturn. Perry Saturn. Perry Saturn. Yes. He he would make a great Perry Saturn. He'd be like, the he rings, would. The rings of Saturn. The guy from Jersey. You know what I mean? Like Bruce Willis, the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh oh wait, hold up. We'll get there for Big Show. I said we need a larger than life human. I don't know who we were gonna really do for for Big Show. Because there's nobody that big and fat. I'm saying I, I I was joking like Andre the Giant would make a good big show or Big Show would make a good Andre the Giant. No, 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 no. That's what I meant. Big we show said, make a good Andre the Giant. We said we said that Andre the Giant's new biopic should be played by the big show because he yeah. was known in WCW as the Giant, which was a nod to make him the son of Andre the Giant. And I know we had um we definitely had uh we said uh Jamie Foxx's Booker T. I was thinking Idris Elba as Stevie Ray. You could have Harlem Heat with Idris. Denzel Washington. Denzel, but as Stevie Heat. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think Idris Elba could pull it off, though. Denzel bro. and Jamie Foxx? Come yeah, on, that I would know. be great. But still, Idris Elba and fucking Denzel's Jamie Foxx. Dude, J- Idris could get jacked, bro. Get the fuck out of here, man. You know who you're talking to? Team Leo over here, bro. One lion to the next. Skinny in the nineties. He used to be mad skinny in the nineties. I don't want to hear it. But um, okay. So wait, we went from there to there, and then I jumped down. We said, "Yo, Kevin Hart as Leo Rush ten years from now." Leo Rush. Yes, one hundred. Little man, one hundred. Crazy Kevin Hart. You better get that five star frog splash Bing, down. Boom! Listen up. Number one, you need a perm. All right, and the only one that gets away with a perm is Prince, and you're not Prince, and I'm not Prince too, but I can smile. Not gonna lie, not gonna lie. Leo Rush has one of the greatest five star frog splashes since Eddie because it's the aerial height that he gets. Like that motherfucker jumps like 22 feet in the fucking air. Hit like a fucking five star frog. Kevin Hart will definitely play Leo Rush 100. They're the same height, same character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Led perfectly. As long as Kevin keep that, you know, black don't crack. He keep that youth on him because Leo's young, bro. Leo's just starting. So ten years from now, when Kevin Hart's like 50, he gotta look like he like 19 again. So Hollywood, get your makeup team ready. We gonna make it happen, baby. Samuel in Dusty Rhodes voice. Samuel Jackson, dude. Hit him Samuel with the Dusty. Jackson's Hit him with the Dusty. 60. We gonna make it happen, baby. Samuel. Samuel Jackson's in his sixties. He looks like he's thirty-eight. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I was Morgan saying. Freeman, Morgan Freeman is seventy-five. He looks like he just turned fifty-two. Yo, I'm saying Prince Harry as Orange Cassidy. 
Prince Harry. With his orange hair, bro. Give him a comb over. Yes, that, yes, yes. Be like, excuse me, Prince, would you like to come to Hollywood for a minute and play Orange Cassidy as a fucking movie role? <laughs> He'd be like, what? My royal ass gets a fucking bidet to wipe my ass. It just squirts water up my asshole and I just, yeah, I'm all yeah, my way with yeah, my day. I don't yeah. have time for these yeah, little yeah, shenanigans. No, 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 fuck you and fuck your twat, okay? I don't want to dis- discriminate my gene pool by going into your nasty ring with your American people where your fathers are your uncles. Ugh. They didn't even wipe their feet before they got in the ring properly. My wife. My palace, we walk barefoot. Uncle, and I don't even know. It's so disgusting. But um, okay, here's a good one. Here's what I had: childish Gambino as Xavier Woods. Fucking childish Gambino play fucking Xavier Woods to a T. I think they got the same look. He's got the personality in there. He can do the comedy. Xavier Woods could play Xavier Woods. He's still young enough. Shit. That's like Leo Rush could probably play himself too, but it takes away the fun factor when you have the actual wrestler playing as the wrestler because they know exactly how they want to be or how they want to be portrayed as opposed to how they're actually portrayed by the audience and the viewers. And I don't know, bro. We could go on for years about this shit. Chris got, Jericho will be played by Mickey Rourke. Yeah, do, so, so, so I'm saying, like, Donald Glover. Donald Glover, for me, does Xavier Woods. Um, 50 Cent as Big E. Big 50. Yes, 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 yes. Yo, I can see it now, bro. Fifth, playing Big E. The, like, what is what is Big E? What is he, the the fourth or he, He's fifth? right now the WWE champion. No, right I know. Now. Fourth or fifth black champion. I think it's, it's it is fourth or fifth. It's not. There's not. There's not. You can't count on two hands how many black champions there've been in the Rock. WWE hold on. History. Hold on. The Rock. Hold on. The Rock. Booker T. Kofi Kingston. Biggie. He's the fourth. Yes. There was never anybody before him. Ron Simmons didn't make the cut. Rocky Johnson. Rocky Johnson. Rocky the Rock John- dad. Um, he was Intercontinental Champion and Tag Team Champion. You never got the world title? No. No, no. It, it's it's not racist to say it, but there weren't a lot of predominant black wrestlers back in the day, like, you know, like Rocky Johnson, The Rock's but, Father, The uh, Junkyard Dog. Uh, I think, and, I think it's know, a matter of beware. the times, bro. But, the times have changed, but, and finally the tides but, are turning, though, because I think there was a lot of great talent. Just, it wasn't, it wasn't best for business, as Vince would say. It wasn't best for business, so they didn't do it, bro. Yeah. Nowadays no. in woke culture, think, I, it's best for business. Do it. I believe Big E is the fourth WWE. Black I'm saying, think, think. It, it took it took Kofi ten years. He deserved it. Yeah. Hell yeah. It was great. Kofi Mania was fucking awesome. I loved it. I had a great time. I always oh, loved Kofi New Mania Day. Mania was great. I always loved New Day. Like coming out with like it was How funny with their this? unicorns I on their heads, there. throwing fucking pancakes and I doing shit. I was there the night. I was there the night after WrestleMania where Kofi Kingston won the WWE Championship. I yeah. was there that night. I have I have everything all Yo. on my phone. But I'm saying like it was it was it was a great time, and then that's a dude who paid so much homage, I mean paid so much tribute throughout the years. Like he put in his time, his effort, and now Big E the same thing. So and they're from the same clique, so it's about time. I mean, that's the one yeah. faction I can never see breaking up is is uh, New Day, and maybe maybe someday they will. Maybe 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 creative will fuck it up 
But I mean, that's like the one faction that's been a true brotherhood, stuck together. It wasn't they like make evolution. A lot of money as a tag yeah, team. it wasn't evolution where it's Triple H. I gotta be the top of the food chain. Sorry, Randy. Sorry, Batista. I get it. You're breeding evolution the next. Evolution sold a lot of merchandise. I but get at it. At the same time, Triple H was on top. And but you're Triple breeding. H had to yeah. Say what was but going you're on. breeding the next generation. That's what Triple H Hunter was doing. I get that. But New Day, it's like, we're happy for you, bro. You're our champion. Like, the gold's with us. Like, that's what Evolution should have been. But Evolution had the jealousy there where New Day doesn't. It's like, we're tag team champions. You're intercontinental champion. You're world champion. Like, we don't care. We're all champions together, bro. Like, it's a real brotherhood. And that's why I fuck with New Day. And if they ever break up New Day, they're going to fuck up. They should keep that the longest running faction to the end of time, dude. Until those dudes retire and go in the whole thing. Well, as of right now, as of of right now, they're the longest reigning WWE tag team champions in history. I know. But I'm saying, like, even though, like, two are tag team champions and the third wheel doesn't have a title maybe necessarily at the time, they still appreciate each other they still support each other they still go out there you know and like hoorah it's not like oh well you got gold and i'm bitter and they should keep it that way it's all love with new day yes. bro it's a new day yes it is yeah fuck the old way it's a new day i, I don't know i fuck with him i love him oh we put your city here don't you dare be sour clap for your five-time WWE Tag Team Champions and feel the power! Hey, can you dig that, sucker? So let's keep going down that list. But yo, alright, so that sounds good, but um, yeah, uh, hold up, um, where were we at? Okay, we said 50 Cent Biggie. We said Nick Offerman as Macho Man. I don't remember that. I did. I think I Googled like actors <sighs> actors with a beard. I said Nick Offerman could do it. Oh. But then, yeah, Big Show is a larger than life human. That's what we got. Okay, so we're turning over the page now. Fresh slate. Fresh slate. Um, okay, so Big Show. I was saying Richard Keel. From Jaws, if he was like 40 years younger, the guy that played Jaws, but he's also yeah. really skinny. Or the guy from Happy Gilmore in his prime. The guy, the big guy who hit the golf ball off my toe. <laughs> but obviously way too old. Um, I was just Googling it. Um, I, like I said, I was joking. Yeah, I did say uh, Andre. I said um, show should have played Andre. Definitely. Yes. Um, you said Craig Robinson as Mark Henry. Yes, Craig Robinson as Mark Henry. They're both the same height and everything. It, 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 they're both funny. Yeah. yeah. And plus also they have a serious side to themselves. But and then you said something about Rob Chargy. Rob Cordry. Rob Cordry. As fucking Gilbert. Cesaro. I said Cesaro first, then Gilbert. I said, no, I actually, you're you're right. No, I had Gilberg. This is what I had. I had Gilberg, and then I crossed it off, and I said Cesaro. Rob Cardin. 100% as a Cesaro instead of Gilbert. But he could do Gilbert. Oh, 100%. He would make a great Gilbert. Like, dude, (laughs) how did did he start out? It's like Rob. He's like chilling with He's like, I'm going to be a wrestler. And then he comes out as Gilbert. Ah. But Cesaro, I could do too. Um, I have, <sighs> so I have, uh, for, we were going into, um, I don't know if this is still big. I said Hapford Julius Bjornson. 
Hepfor Julius Bjornsson, six foot nine, as the fiend, if not six feet. And then I don't remember what I was writing there. I guess like as the fiend, he would play because he's big and he's like the world's strongest man. And then I have Robert Oberst, who I guess is another world's strongest man. I think I was searching as Bam Bam Bigelow. Yes. East yes. from the East. Bam, bam, Bigelow as Robert O'Barris would be dope. Um, so we had uh or or he could play Lars. Lars Sullivan could play George the Animal Steel. You we'll say steal. You say because yes. he's hairy, he's a real wrestler, you know. Things like that. Uh Vin Diesel as Goldberg in his prime. Vin in his prime, though. Big bald and jacked. You know. Like, granny shifting, not double clutching like you should. <laughs> Family. Uh, big, bold, and jacked t-shirts. We're going to get those soon, so you guys be on the lookout for those big, bold, and jacked t-shirts. <laughs> big, bold, and jacked. So we have The Rock play The Rock, of course, right? There's nobody else that could play The Rock more than The Rock. I mean, nobody has that charisma. You couldn't get fucking Roman Reigns' ass up in there with that charisma to play The Rock, even though it's his own goddamn cousin, because he ain't got the charisma for it. No, I'm kidding. Roman is starting to get no. charisma. I like him as a bad guy, but The Rock, play The Rock. It was a joke. Ha ha, he he. Totally cheating. You said it was totally cheating to have wrestlers play that because then I said you could have John Cena as John Cena or put Randy Orton as Randy while we're at it. You can't do that. You said, to- yeah. you, t- you called me on that shit. You said totally cheating. That's your word for word. You said, no, nah, we can't do yeah, that. It's totally that cheating. That is cheating. You can have other wrestlers play other wrestlers just as long as they fit the dialect and the diaphragm and the look. So we, That's we, why that the big show would be Andre because he's close to it. And from a somewhere. WCW perspective, uh-huh. he was called the giant and referenced as Andre Sun. Yeah, I know. I, me- I remember that for a while. That was like everybody was speculating, like, are they related? You know, like when he was in WCW as the giant. Um, I think we had, I think you put Brad Pitt as RKO. As Randy first, and then I and then we went to Keanu Reeves, and then I said, eh, I don't know, Keanu with a little spike flip thingy. I don't know if I could see him like with his side shaved off with that little. Flip didn't in the I front. say I I didn't I say at the end chatting Tatum? Uh, we we're gonna get to that. Okay, okay, okay. So Jay Lethal's playing everybody. Everybody wins. Flawless victory. Yeah. We definitely mentioned that. We said Jay Lethal could just play everybody and. Speaking of Jay Lethal, that motherfucker made a comeback. As soon as he we got did. all he's very, this is he's what I was saying. Awesome. This is what I was saying earlier when I said we'll get around to it. Is um I said, as soon as we hung up the phone and I texted you, I said, bro, you're never gonna guess. Like Jay Lethal just came out. Like we were just talking about him. <laughs> and he just came out. Haven't seen him in a while. Haven't heard from him in a while. We're talking about him Ring playing of honor. Under just fired him, and, and then, oh, he's showing up in the AEW of course, zone. Of course, but uh, so yeah, that, that's not gonna happen. But then we said, uh, we said Joe Rogan as DDP if uh, if he was taller. Yes, and he had hair. If he was taller, and you could throw a wig on, and you could be like, "Bang!" This is brought to you by On It Supplements. On It is a company that me and my this, friends formulated and created. To- this is brought to you in part by Hiawaska. Uh, okay, so we said uh, we actually crossed out Keanu as RKO. Maybe you did say Channing Tatum. It's probably going to be Channing up in here. Channing Tatum as okay. Randy Orton. Yep, yep. Okay, so look, I'm going around the I'm going around the wormhole here, following all my arrows up and down and around <laughs> and I'm paying. Um, 
So we said Keanu Reeves as Razor, Scott Hall. Yes. Hall, he could do that, come through the curtain, like. But I, I can see that. Even him playing like Razor, I mean, Scott at like his bad days, his dog days, down on the alcohol in the bottle and just being like depressed and coming through the curtain at that one show. I could see it happening. Uh, we said Sasha Baron Cohen as Gold Dust. Yes, because he's fucking freaky. <laughs> Motherfucker come out in a singlet, hairy legs, hairy play. ass, dressed in gold. It's me, Borat Dust. <laughs> Goldie Dust. I am a golden dust or dust of gold. Hi, I'm Sasha Baron <laughs> I was known as Borat, but today I am Goldrat. Yeah, yo, that that would be a great one. And then, yeah, you said Channing Tatum as Randy Orton. I said one thousand percent, one thousand, not even a hundred. Yeah, 1, both same body build. Channing Tatum can pull off the Randy Orton mustache he has right now. Channing Tatum has his hair always short. It it just makes common sense. I said, who can play? Uh, who can George Lopez play? You said Gory Guerrero, 100%. Eddie, Eddie's dad. Mm -hmm. That's Eddie Guerrero's dad, for those that don't know. Gory Guerrero. I can see it. I can see it. Even if it's him playing Gory, training oh, yeah, Eddie, Chico. and then we have somebody playing Let Eddie. Let me tell you something. Even if we have somebody playing Eddie and Gory is just there, you know? And then, uh, like, he's training the young the Guerrero. He's playing him. I can see that. Uh, Chris Benoit, I got it. I said Mike Castro Giovanni's dad. <laughs> Yo, he looked just like him. I swear to God, growing up, I was scared shit of him, bro. Jack ass city cop, short, stocky, Chris Benoit, rabbit Wolverine. One day I was at Castro's house sledding and my pants were in the dryer and he came out and he's like, Flo, what the fuck? He's like trying to hop into my pant leg. He's like, my jeans shrunk. And she's like, those are Tyler's jeans, babe. And he's like trying to put them on. He thought they were his jeans. But yo, he was jacked out of his fucking mind. Slicked back hair. I could see him playing fucking Chris Benoit. Chris as Chris. Chris Castro as Chris Benoit. <laughs> uh, but, uh, we said uh, Ryan Reynolds as Christian Cage. Yes. Perfect build. They're both Canadian. They're both funny. They can be in serious roles. It, yeah. it just, it, it, it works. We had, I had Ryan Reynolds as Orange Cassidy and then I crossed it out and said Christian Cage. I, I could just see him like, you two sorry sacks of shit. <laughs> what about, um, what about, Ro okay, hold on. New one. Ryan Reynolds is Joey Janela because Deadpool likes to talk about his dick. And if you, if you read all the comic books, he has sex with a lot of people and he uses is, his I don't, dick and I don't everything. Know, I don't, and Joey Janela flips people with his dick. Does he? I, the thing is, I don't, you, yes. you mentioned Joey Janela last time and I said, I don't know him that well enough yet. To... Watch a couple of his matches. There was a match with him and McFoley in the middle of the match. Joey Janela fucking just does his fucking finishing move, which is where fucking the guy goes to fucking grab his cock Ooh. and fucking, you know, like hurt him as, you know, like a low blow. But the gimmick is, is that his balls, are, his dick is and balls are so strong that he can fucking finish the match. As soon as you go to fucking knock him out like that, fucking he'll fucking flip you around and everything. And that's the end. You grab it, Joey Janela, and then you fucking it, Joey Janela just jumps, and then fucking you go flying. That's it. You, you got to grab his dick. It, it, it's 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 the gimmick. The only way how you're oh, gonna I'm stop sure. the guy is you know to fucking you know 
Grab his dick. Take him out. And the only other way to take him out is a low blow at the that balls point. Balls of steel. Watch his matches. He, he he's extremely funny. He's extremely funny. I'll, I'll definitely I'll definitely put it in there. I said um, I said uh, Luchasaurus as Kane. As I mean the choke slam on the ladder, that wouldn't work. You said, and then I was like, yo, he just did the Kane sit up in the match. I don't know. I was just thinking. I said, yeah, I think the Luchasaurus. He's he's tall enough that like One I think Jacobs Hollywood is could only kill six it eight anyway. So it, it you I'm know, it could I, work. I I think Luchasaurus could pull it off. Um, Adam Cole. Adam Cole loves dick. He low blows, slapping dick, kicking dick. I don't know what I was writing. Adam Cole loves dick. So I guess him and that guy Joey Janela would get along. Balls of steel and loving dick Adam. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he loves dick, baby. Remember, <laughs> I don't remember that conversation. It was. I, I think it was happening. I think I, we got off topic because I, I circled it. So that was going on in the match that we were supposed to be watching, which I don't remember what match this was at this point. But like I said, we got off track from the this whole pay per view. Off the rails, this show got. I think I don't think we watched like the other three or four matches. I had to go back and watch it the next day, but I didn't take notes. But um. Uh, I mean, I said crazy, crazy ramp fight, three super kicks to take Luchasaurus down. Definitely Kane like. I said three way BTE trigger saved by Jungle Boy proves the motherfucker is Kane. Minus the backflip, there's a holy shit chant going on. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, this this match was actually the Young Bucks. And Adam Cole versus Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. I don't know why I wrote it out of order. I wrote it after I went through the the arrows. (laughs) I should have wrote it at the top. But So Jungle Boy saves the fight. All three. Spears, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus slams Adam Cole off the stage. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what I wrote in that page because we were so off topic. (laughs) Page three, kid. We got Tommy Lee Jones as Vinnie Mac. You're yes. We got Kevin Owens played by Shane Fultman. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought Shane Fultman always reminded me of Kevin Owens, KO, like the, the persona, the onstage presence. Like I was like, Shane could be this motherfucker. <laughs> um, it works. Jim, Jim Carrey. We said as Bischoff with the smile. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes, because Jim Carrey's got those pearly whites and left that Eric Bischoff likes to do. Remember, every single time Eric Bischoff comes off, comes out, he goes, he goes like this. I am a Hollywood producer. I produce shows with my good old buddy who played on Wonder Years. <laughs> you read my book. <laughs> what is it? Controversy creates cash. One of one of the best books I've ever read. I I loved it. I read that shit when I was in Norway, bro. Like I was on the back of a bus and I was like just laying on the hallway. My grandma was like, we were in like an RV and my grandma was sleeping in the bed. The driver was driving us like all the way through the country from um, Oslo to to Bergen, and there was a lot of flooding going, so we had to take the long route because a lot of roads were closed, bro. I was just laying on the floor on my phone, just reading. Controversy creates cash. Eric Bischoff. I pretty much read the whole book. On my trip in Norway, it was fucking. It's a good awesome. book. It's, it's a it, good book. It great. Took a lot of highlights from it, but um, 
Yeah, EB. Uh, so we got Malachi Black versus the Bastard Pac is coming up now. And Cody Rhodes. Uh, Black Arrow, one, two, three, boom, boom, boom. FTR comes out. I wasn't even really concerned about that. Tay Conti versus Britt Baker. I mean, I, I had... The doctor won. I, I had Tay Conti predict DMD one. Uh, we did discuss that Paige is the hottest of all time. Sorry, ladies. Yes. Yes. Paige is the hottest diva of... Paige well, the hottest, the hottest of all the time. The hottest, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I said, I, Alexa... There were reasons why. There were reasons why. Now, for those of you who don't know, go on to, you know, your local uh, hub site. Alexa Bliss and, is uh, pretty look, hot, too. Uh, Alexa Bliss is hot, yes, but until I see a, until I see a something naughty, I'm going to say otherwise. Yeah. Paige, on the other hand, has done some very naughty things. Freaky, freaky, freaky. Freaky Uh, stuff. Go to pub.com and check out Paige's sex tapes. I love Liv Morgan, I mentioned. Oh, she's hot, too. Liv Morgan. She's hot, too. Bad. And then we got sasha banks i said is hot you were like disagreeing with me i said she's like an ebony german bro like two great mix right there like ah she's mouth watering i don't care i don't care i don't care care. then um then you said uh something you were like too tiny i was like nah bro ragdoll shit boss bitch (laughs) um tree j's hot tip of the night number one oscar on red tube I'm taking a piss like, what? Asuka in lingerie on the hub? Put these youngins on. <laughs> that was your hot Asuka tip, kid. We're coming out with the new segment, Tree J's Hot Tip of the Night. Number one. Look up Asuka on RedTube, bro. <laughs> Asuka on RedTube, let me tell you something. Oh, man. Oh, put these youngins on. Okay, so now we're going to get back to the... We're definitely. I just wanted to branch off, get the divas out of the way. The who's the fucking baddest, who's the hottest, and then we're back into um, Paul Rudd for uh, Eric Bischoff. I think we just we we also discussed after we crossed out Jim Carrey. I think we said Paul Rudd. He's got the asshole like fuck you, no fucks given. He's got the hair. He's got the dimples. But I could have sworn he's the world sexiest. Would have been he's like else. he's like world sexiest man of the year or some shit. What the fuck is the list they come up with? Like yeah, he got man of the year or some shit. But uh, Harrison Ford as Tony Blanchard. All right. Yes. Um, we have Edge play Gangrel. That can work. Perfect. I said, just kidding. Wish Gangrel got to do that entrance instead of Edge, but I guess Edge took it. But uh, fanging and banging since what year, kid? I don't know, but we got to get a porn star to play Gangrel or have Gangrel play Ron Jeremy. Fanging and banging, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, who would Vince Vaughn play in his Dodgeball Prime? Short stocky i said play a good angle crossed out angle vince vaughn jake the snake got the asshole hold on got the realism hold on hold on yep
Yo, I'm, I actually was just watching a breaking news video that said Triple H branched off to create a rival company. And I didn't get to watch it because you were just calling as you watched, but it just popped up in my notifications on YouTube. And I'm like, what? It might happen. I didn't get, any, I didn't get anything yet. I didn't, I didn't watch the video yet. It could have just been clickbait. I don't even fucking know. But... But uh, hold up. Let's just run down the rest of this list right quick. Bang this shit out. Cause, uh, okay, so we did banging and banging. We did TJ shit. Uh, so, yeah, we said uh, Vince Vaughn, Jake the Snake. Got the asshole. Got the realism. Also related. Vince Vaughn is known for you said, comebacks and everything. You, so You said, how about we have Bastard Pac play X-Pac. Pac for Pac. Good work. Uh Million Dollar Man idea based after Trump, you were telling me. So Ted DiBiase plays Trump? <laughs> or Trump plays Ted DiBiase? Who knows? Never know. <laughs> um. So we got, we got, uh, you, 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 you said Little Wayne as Sean Waltman. She lit, 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 the lollipop. Auto tune that shit. And she suck it in China, dog. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, okay. Psycho Mickey is what made her sexy. Okay. This is back to the diva shit. I'm all over the place, bro. Psycho Mickey is what made her sexy. Coming in, making out with Trish. Her whole sex appeal. Boom. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course. Uh, one night in China. Oh, we were talking about, uh, Kyle Glibbery. Kyle and Glibbery whacked him. Uh, I don't know what I was saying there. Oh, we were talking about uh, related to someone on X videos, all China shit, nine guys in the ring, She-Hulk. We were talking about China's porn. Yes. And uh, I said, like, we were talking about how Shawn Michaels, like, kind of fucked everybody, I guess. And uh, I was telling you the story, like, when Anthony Glibbery, you know who that is, right? Liberty came to the block and uh, he was fucking with Kyle. Like he was picking on Kyle one day and I was on crutches still. And he was like at little Vinny's waiting for us. So he came up on the block, him and this big kid was taller than me that he was with. But you know, my cousin, Sean, six foot six, taller than that motherfucker. So like Sean, had, Sean. Sean yeah, Sean had to escalate at the time and fucking, uh, I walked up to the kid and I was like, yo, you here picking on Kyle? And he was like looking at me like, no, no, whatever. Or he was talking some shit. And I was like, you like to pick on kids that are smaller than you, motherfucker? And I whacked him in the ankle with my crutch. And he was like, oh, like he was like, I just whacked him. And then uh, he was, I was like, yeah, I kept talking shit to the motherfucker. And then I whacked him again. Boom. And then like 
he backed up and then his boy came and pressed me. Like he was going to do some shit his big kid he was with. Like, oh, I brought a big boy with me. And then my cousin Sean jumped out the fucking Escalade six foot six and pressed this motherfucker and was looking down at him. And that kid was looking up at Sean like, oh, I thought I was the big dog in this yard. It's like, nah, bitch, there's always a bigger dog around the corner. But uh, Sean, what happened, why the cops got called on us, because Sean actually wound up having a pellet gun with him that night, and he pulled out a pellet gun and started shooting at the motherfuckers. So they called the cops to Little Vinny's. We were getting shot at. There's a pellet gun, you pussies. Come on. But uh, moral of the story is, Sean Michaels fucked everybody. Yep. I don't know where that came from. Mom with Sean I had in here. Like, Sean was fucking somebody's mom. <laughs> what else is there? What else is new? <laughs> Woo, another sheet down, kid. What the fuck are you eating over there? Thanksgiving sandwich. Ah. Well, we got this one last page here. I'm going to run through it real quick, and then we'll just talk shit. Inner Circle versus American Top Team. I predicted American Top Team. I didn't even put a winner down because we were so drunk and we were still going on with who the fuck is playing who and what movies. The Inner Circle know. one. We said Will Smith as Kofi. Fresh Prince Will, as long as he's yes. flexible. You could do all the Royal Rumble saves off the steps and shit. Like, he was Ali. I mean, come on, right? He was the GOAT already. Um, What do we got? Uh, I can't read that. He lived his... Uh, da, 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 she's helping him. Um, Hager squares off with... Okay, so this is the American Top Team match. Hager squares off with Arlovsky. It's Jericho versus Junior Dos Santos. Um, you know, Julio Dos Santos, no, it's Junior Dos Santos, whatever. Dan Lambert with the KO, uh, red, white, and blue velour sweatsuit. Like he's part of Team Angle 0203 era, 04 era. Thinks he's Charlie Haas, this motherfucker. Santana and Ortiz, as their lucha forms are wrestling right now. Um, who do we got for uh, midget? I, I, I wrote midget. From GOT as Hornswoggle. That's how fuck. I was so drunk by this point. After talking for two hours. That I was writing match shit. And then we were still going back and forth. Of who's going to play who. So we had the midget from the Game of Thrones. Play Hornswoggle. I was like, and then you said, just, we just Brad get Wee Williams, Man. Brad Williams, Brad Williams. But then you said, let's just get Wee Man. Because he does his, all, his own stunts. Does all his own stunts. Wee Man. Then we said Bruce Willis as Steve Austin, 100%. Big, bold, and jacked. Got to get the roids, 100%. Yep, get those roids going. Uh, we had Rob Schneider as Jerry King. From the gigolo. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I said, uh, I don't know what I said there. Uh, Triple H. Triple H plays the rock, just like DX did back in the day. Uh, Chris Pratt, Jake's better known as Star Lord. I had him as John Cena. I had him as like Jake's beating him with a toaster. We ain't seen that in a while. I don't know. I guess he was beating him with a toaster. We haven't seen a toaster in a while. We haven't seen stop signs in a while. We haven't seen barbed wire bats in a while. It's always steel chairs, tables, and the typical boring shit. I miss miss Al Snow coming out with a fucking head and just bashing motherfuckers with a head, bro. But, uh, that head was more popular than fucking Al Snow. I mean, we got we got Michael J. White. I put as playing Mike Tyson. That motherfucker's badass. Michael J. White, blood and bone, fucking all that shit. Bro. Yep. Um, 
uh, I said, uh, Aubrey is, I said, Aubrey is sexy. Look at her hold that ladder. TJ said, who? <laughs> Aubrey, the fucking referee. Who? <laughs> He's like, who? Aubrey. Uh, John Claude Van Damme. I don't know who the fuck he's playing. Um, she's helping him live his best life. I don't know. I got Jeff Hardy, something in here. Santino Morella, played by John Leguizamo. Yes. You know, uh, I I can't read. John, no, hold on. Jean Claude Van Damme is Steve Blackman. That's what we had him as. Yeah, John Claude Van Damage. Okay, that might be what it is. I can't read it in there, bro. John Claude Van Damme is uh, Steve Blackman. I remember speaking of John Leguizamo. I remember my teacher, eighth grade teacher, Miss Sutton Fagan. We watched Romeo and Juliet Uh. in eighth grade. And she was explaining how, like, guns are as swords as art. And uh, I was just thinking recently that they just started teaching Eminem classes in college. And I'm like, bitch, I've been learning Eminem since, like, eighth grade. Miss Sutton Fagan was teaching me that shit. That's kind of what got me inspired to writing and into my lane and shit. Hey, you want to talk about John Leguizamo? Ha. Huh. the fuck is that? It's the clown from Spawn. What? John Leguizamo. Played him, right? Yes. Man, bro, you got the action figure? Is that like real hair on that motherfucker? Yes. Whoa. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. And Michael J. White was Spawn, motherfucker. So when you said, who's Michael J. White? That might have been what I didn't said. remember. Michael J. White. I, I didn't. I anyway, didn't remember that my gonna move White was... All right, we got last page. We're going to wrap this page, and then we're just going to talk shit for a minute. Uh, Hold on. Six. Michael J. White is Spawn? Okay. Yeah, um, he was. I got you. I got you. Hold on. I got you. I got you. I got you. Michael J. White is Spawn. Whoa. That's crazy. Hold on. Hold on. Michael J. White is spawn. Damn. You got the collection. Bro. Michael J. White is spawn. What the fuck? You got every spawn fucking figure and I said Michael J. White and you said who, 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 who? Michael J. White is He's trying spawn. to get to the lollipop, t- Tootsie Roll Center of the li- lollipop. I've totally How many licks looked. does it get I to to-, get to the center of the Tootsie Pop? What? Ooh. I totally forgot that Michael J. White was fucking spawn. Yo. All right. All right. I forgot. All right. So I think we switched up. TJ said for Eric Bischoff, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. I think I said no, no. Apartments.com. And then we got a, then we got the apartments.com. We got the main event coming up. Uh, Jay Lethal comes out. Uh, Shivani always wanted to do that. This he was said, a long says, fucking paper. He said, this, so he goes, so, Jay, so this, this, this is right where we hung up. This is right where we hung up the call. And I tried to call you back because I said, Jay Lethal came out. And he goes, Shivani. Always wanted to do that. <laughs> Jay Lethal is now all elite. But uh, we got Hangman. I predicted him for the main event versus Kenny Omega. Uh, Hang, I, I called that our last episode. It was some cowboy shit. I said that shit. Hangman Page was going to win. It's some cowboy shit. And we don't have to say cowboy poo over here because we're men. 
we're men oh, yeah. shit, and we're shit, not afraid shit. to say cowboy shit, cowboy shit. Nobody needs to say cowboy poo. Reminds me of that scene from Ready to Rumble where he's like, we're men and we're not afraid to say we love other men. And Sting like punches him in the face. And then he's like, me next, me next. David Arquette punches him in the face. But uh, it was a redemption match. Yeah, I, I heard that, JR. I, I heard that motherfucker, he said, at one point in the match. Uh, what's to come for Hangman Page? I mean, got the whole the whole shit going on here, bro. Oh, but uh, uh, dude, I, I got to stop getting drunk and watching pay-per-views because my whole shit is so out of order that before the main event, dude, we have Jericho. What about stand- CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston? Okay, so so I, I I don't I don't know what I wrote here, but I wrote I wrote you we have the you fucked up chant, you fucked up, right? Because we got Chris Jericho shredding Dan Lambert. Apparently Jericho, I think this says I think that says stab. Jericho stabbed Lambert's cock. Ow. <laughs> Jericho with the five star. One, two is the Eddie Guerrero tribute. You saw him, you saw Jericho literally say, like, I love you, Eddie. You can read his lips. Like, I love you, Eddie. Uh, the blood, sweat, and tears that these two men put in the ring. They're goats. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess he uh, stabbed Lambert's cock. I got to watch the match again. <laughs> and that's it, folks, for the uh, the pay-per-view that we barely reviewed, but we ran through every wrestler that should be played by another actor or actress or some shit in time. <laughs> pretty, pretty successful. There's a few in there. There's a few in there I think we missed, but I think we'll catch up on it. We're gonna we're gonna have like a little series out of it. We're gonna have a little series of it and just go through it and be like boop 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 boop. So the side by side pictures and be like, what do you think? Vote yes or no. Shit. But what you got going on for the rest of the day, man? Nothing. We've been we've been, we've been rocking for like a two hours. It took us a while to get through that, but that was mostly not even a pay per view review. That was just a. Let me tell you who's going to do who and who's going to act as who review. And uh, you can fuck your Hulk Hogan biopic because we got about 28, 30 other options right there on the plate. (laughs) Eh, fuck Chris Hemsworth. See, what WWE should do is break away with WWE films and start doing biopic films and find the actors that are willing to do it. Get the funding for it. Whoever you need to hire, if you got to hire the A-list actor. And we're on the search to find who the hell is going to play the Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. You got to find it. If you guys think you know somebody who could play Randy Savage, Drop put it in, it the, in the comments, comments below. Yeah, right. Let them know. Let them know. Who are we going to do, bro? Because gonna I'm going to be honest, even with my history of this shit, I'm fucking drawing a blank. Yeah, it, it's tough, bro. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy you know, like Ric Flair is... As Leo, that was easy. Easy. Chris Pratt as John Cena, that's easy. Vin Diesel as The Rock, that's easy. No, it's all about family. No, not 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 The Rock. We didn't have Vin Diesel as The Rock. We had Vin Diesel as fucking um, Goldberg. Oh yeah, that's right. Family, family. Goldberg's son. Family. It's about family. This is my son. This is my son, Gage. And let me tell you. Gage is going to be in the WWE someday. I never thought he would be. It's all about family. But all those years when I was saying, who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Well, let me tell you something. Gage Goldberg is next. Family. And Gilbert could definitely be played by 
our guy Rob Corddry. Oh, there we are. <laughs> but um, be sure to check out some it. of the sponsor links below if you haven't yet, and you've listened this far. You can get yourself a cut, buddy. You can get yourself some Doctor Squatch soap. You could donate to the channel. You could buy us a fucking coffee, or in our case, my case, you could buy us a beer. It's coming right to you. You can buy me a vacation, abandoned hard cider, because we did not abandon you. We were just on Support vacation. Support your local brew. Support local. your local brew. Local brew makes better than corporate sponsors. Corporate sponsors only give you about 15% of what you're actually owed. Local brew will actually help you make more money and help you support your local economy. Local brew. Go to your local beverage dealer today. Local everything. Even Dr. Squatch Soap is pretty much local as far as I'm concerned because it's not mass produced. It's not really in the markets on the shelves there yet. They haven't been bought out by a bigger corporation that says we're going to add sodium lauryl sulfate and other bullshit into your ingredients. And plus also it's Therefore, made here in America. Right here at home, man. Just some cold, hard-pressed, fresh soap. And you can use it in a cold shower. You could use it in a hot shower. It's used for both applications. Use while you can. If you want to wind up like evolution and you want to get paid, laid, and made, Dr. Squatch is the way to go. If you want to be styling and profiling, kiss-stealing, wheeling-dealing, get yourself some Dr. Squatch soap. I definitely know Ric Flair would definitely sponsor that. Oh, yes. If Rick is having any honey sit on his lap, he wants his balls to smell like some pine tar or even some peppermint. If she needs a minty kiss underneath the mistletoe at Christmas time, you can get yourself right below. Click that link. You know what it means. When you're down at the beach, when you're down at the beach, smell like a fucking glacier. You could smell ice cold and smell fresh right by the salty water. Go to Niagara Falls and you're on the Maids of the Mist and you got that fresh splash on. Just know it's the Squatch Splash. Just know that Mother Nature comes in your face. Spooge, all natural ingredients, <laughs> just like the shit that gives birth to children in America and around the world. There's no Not just America, uh, around the world. <laughs> there's but, no aluminum or sodium phosphate like those other brands are. Those other brands are technically labeled as dish soap, and you're not a dish; you're a man or a woo man. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting there. We're getting there. Don't worry, women. We got your back. We got your back, and so does Dr. Squatch when he's scrubbing that shit and making it smell real clean that your girlfriend even says, if my man smelled like this, I'd be up on him all the time. I might want to smell like this 56% myself. 56% of women prefer that you wear Dr. Squatch soap only for the fact that it'll make you more sexually attractable. When she's in there snuggling up underneath your arm and she's in the pits and she's smelling the pits. It's you like may even get fall. lucky when you can't reach your back. When you when you can't reach your back in a hot shower, she may jump in and help reach for it because she likes the soap. She's going to scrub you down. While she's she's going to give you that loofah action. She's going to be... She's going to be giving you the good old wraparound wash in the good old ball sack below... <laughs> While she's hugging your back because you smell so damn good. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, yo, we go, we go to wrap it here or what? You got she's going to put the one pink in your stink. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and that's the bottom line. Custom code said so. 
It might be very cold. That's, yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> that's the bottom line, kid. We're drawing the line there. There's the line in the sand. It is the bottom line because that's the bottom of the body. Hey, it's, <laughs> the, it's the evolution of human fucking feces. existence, I guess. I don't know. Human existence. You know, times is changing. Human man. feces. Might like a finger in your bunghole instead of TP for your bunghole. Whatever. It's up to you. Whatever floats your boat. Whatever sails your high seas. Whatever gets your rocks off, kid. Look, if weed's not legal where you are and you got rolling papers in your pocket, a cop pulls you over and goes, what are you using these for? You getting high? This is what you tell him. No, I got a wiping problem. I put one of those in my brand, in my brown eye and bam, no shit stain in my undies. These are skid mark preventers, sir. Yes. <laughs> these prevent skid marks. The little, what the, are you doing the little, with these well, the if little, you're not getting high? Well, the little glue getting side. High? The little glue what are you side. you talking about, man? Yo. I have a wiping problem. I so, put one of those in my brown yeah. eye and bam, it stains them on these. I'm saying the little, the, little glue, the little glue line, you lick that shit, you stick it right to your left or right ass cheek, and you're golden for <laughs> days. You're pretty much going raw, bro. Raw cones today. <laughs> Rolling, rock and roll. Easy wide or double wide. We gotta get some rolling paper sponsors on this bitch for real, though. We gotta get somebody. Yeah, we smoke weed. We smoke a lot of weed. Just uh, get some rolling paper. I smoke sponsors. a lot of weed and a lot of cigarettes, Marlboro, and whoever oh, yeah. can fucking sell weed, fucking sponsor this show. But yo, let's let's sign off right here. Say salute. It's been a good one. Till next time, we are back and we are working on the shirts. I know I've been saying it for some time now. It's just a matter of the companies. Who's going to give the right percentage? Who's going to give the best payout? Who's going to appreciate the designs? Who's not going to own copyright over the designs that I already own copyright over? I'm not going to sign away all my rights. But uh, we're going to start printing shirts. We're going to start doing shit. So be sure for some merch. In the meantime, check out those sponsors and buy us a coffee. Let's go. Wrestling with time. Signing off. Tree, anything to add? Salute the troops, motherfucker. Dr. Fauci on YouTube. Check it out. We will post the link below.